Good morning, Boker Tov, and welcome back to our weekly 10 minutes of meaning in which we all try to apply the formula, the beautiful principles of Mesilis Hisharim, the Ramchar of Moshe Chaim Lutzato, who draws from the ancient timeless wisdom of uh, Rav Pinchas Ben Ya'ir, who gave us a formula for how to perfect ourselves, a formula for how to live the best version of ourselves, a formula to realize our potential, to make the biggest difference in the world, and to ask ourselves, what is our mission, and what is our charge, and why are we here, and who are we meant to be, and what are we meant to accomplish? I want to thank our dear friends, I see them watching, Lenny and Hani Grunstein, for sponsoring this year's series in memory of Hani's father, Mr. Aaron Tambor. And I hope our learning is Le'ilui Nishmas Aaron Ben Yitzchak. Thank you for your sponsorship, your generosity. Thank you for your friendship. And it's great to have you back in Boca Raton. We're on Perak Yud Aleph, the Midah of Nikias, the quality of cleanliness, in which the Ramchal has already established that we need to conquer Zahira's mindfulness, consciousness. We need to be fully present and engaged in all we think and all we say and all we do. Don't just grip it and rip it. Don't live life blindly. Don't say whatever comes to mind and do whatever your inclination and go wherever you want. Because such a life, one sabotages their own success. One actually corrupts their own uh, relationships. If you want to make the most of your life and be the most in life, then you need to be the most present you can be in your life. Be fully present and engaged in each and every moment. Be thoughtful about everything you do. And then you won't live with regret. You'll live with pride of who you are, what you've said, and what you've done. Then came Zerizas, alacrity, zeal, enthusiasm. Go pursue your goals. Make resolutions. Don't just want to want. Want things, and how do you know the difference between what you want to want and what you want? By what you're doing. The things you're doing are what you want to be doing. The things you say you want to be doing are really what you want to want to be doing. You know the big pile of books on your nightstand that you claim you don't have time to read? You don't want to read them. You want to want to read them. Because if you wanted to read them, you'd turn off the Netflix and you'd open a book. And therefore, one has to be honest with ourselves. The difference between the want and the want to want. And it's beautiful. There are many things that we want to want to do. And hopefully we can transform the want to want into want. We can transform it from a wish or a dream into a resolution with a goal and a plan and make it happen. And that brings the Ramchal up to the Midah of Nikias, the third quality in this 12-step program, in this formula. The Midah of Nikias is cleanliness. He's been going through one by one and identifying where are the areas that to be a complete person, the building blocks, the character traits, what does it mean to be whole, what does it mean to be complete, to be careful with our speech, to be careful with our, our, our thoughts and our mind, to be thoughtful with our honesty and integrity, to be thoughtful in our eating and our health and our wellness and well-being. He's been going through these one by one, and we're up to the Midah of Sinna and Nikima, of hatred and of vengeance. And he's described that a person is very naturally uh, sensitive to humiliation. We feel extreme anguish. Someone's embarrassed us. Someone's injured us. Someone hurt us. They sent an email. They gossiped about us. They damaged a shidduch. They damaged a business opportunity. For such a person who has been injured by another party, vengeance, ooh, revenge is sweet as honey. It is the only thing which gives us respite. Somebody's hurt you and now you have the opportunity for payback time. I don't get angry, I get even, supposedly. But that's not the Jewish way. The Jewish way is neither to get angry nor to get even. Do you know a person who takes revenge, they're not strong, despite the way it's picked in the media. Somebody who takes revenge, that's not the hero. That's not the strong person. That's not the gibor. You know who's strong? You know who's courageous? You know who's brave? 
the person who doesn't bear a grudge, the person who doesn't try to get even, the person who doesn't keep score of everybody who's ever harmed them or injured them in life. Now again, if someone rammed into your car and there's damage and you deserve compensation, then you go to Bayesden, then you go to whatever means you, uh, the insurance, you're allowed to collect what's due to you. The prohibition of revenge doesn't mean that you have to be a sap, that you have to simply take whatever someone does to you. If someone owes you, if someone deserves to compensate you, then you're entitled to hold them accountable. But what the Torah means and what the Ramchal is expanding is emotionally, that emotionally to be invested, you have to realize, person damaged you, that was meant, was meant to be from Hashem. Hashem also dictated the terms with which we're able to collect the compensation of those damages. But to get angry, to lose one's cool, to forfeit one's humanity, to seek to take revenge, that's not power and that's not strength, that's weakness. That's weakness. Chazak ve'amitsu. The person who can take it on the chin, someone insulted you, someone lied, slandered you, someone even hurt you with their words, and you say, you know what? I'm going to turn the other way. I'm not paying it forward. Maybe I have to legally hold them accountable in cases where I must, but emotionally, I'm not going to absorb their negativity. Emotionally, I'm not going to give them precious real estate in my head. Emotionally, I'm not going to marinate and stew and perseverate on how I can get even and how I can pay them back. Because you know who suffers the most when you do that? Not them. The one who suffers the most is you. You sacrifice and forfeit your serenity, your tranquility, your happiness, your joy for life. The real strength, chazak ve'amitsu. The real strength and the real courage is to be able to persevere. And you know for whom it's easy to do that? Only angels. Angels can be insulted. Angels can be harmed and turn the other way. You know, but we have the capacity to stretch and to reach and to aspire to be angelic in our lives. It's Hashem's decree. And the Psukim clearly spell this out. Don't hate your brother in your heart. Don't take revenge. Don't harbor a grudge against somebody. The longer you hold on to a grudge, the heavier it becomes. The heavier it becomes. The more you bear it, the longer you hold on to it, the heavier it becomes. You all know people like that. People who have a spreadsheet of everyone who ever hurt them. 27 years ago, you said this. And therefore, I continue to carry it. The, whole, the longer you hold on to it, the longer you carry it, the heavier it becomes, the more we suffer. Put it down. Let it go. Move on. And if that's not a person that you can trust, it's not a person who's loyal to you, then learn from it and move on. But don't give them real estate in your head. Don't emotionally be invested or charged. Don't seek to be able to take revenge. In fact, Chazal tell us, the greatest merit comes for the person who can bear and absorb that insult and not respond. And not respond. You know, there's a, there was an episode that happened in our shul several years ago about a certain public figure who decided to distort and really, really distort um, and manipulate facts into lies and, and created a whole campaign. And he has followers who continue to do so today. Someone brought to my attention recently, a video continues to slander and libel and lie and, and, and says, what are you doing? I said, absolutely nothing. Said, this is a great Baruch Hashem. The opportunity to fulfill what Chazal tell us brings great merit to take it on the chin and not respond, to not get even, to not escalate, to not go public, to not create war and contentiousness and battle. There's simply no problem. You want to say it? I know the truth, the Rebona Shalom knows the truth, and normal people know the truth. And otherwise, don't respond. Not every email, and not every text, and not every social media post needs or deserves a response. We have this inclination, the trolls who try to go after us, and the people who try to hurt us or try to get our attention. Not everything deserves a response. 
Be insulted and don't insult back. Just absorb it, accept it, and then dance the kazatska and be so grateful because what a merit for you and your family that you have your chazak ve'amitz. That's courageous, that's bravery, that's strength. To be given the opportunity to be put in the position to express that bravery and strength, it's in fact a schus, it's in fact a, a blessing and a privilege. So nekama, taking revenge is for the weak. The really strong can say, you know what? I learned a lesson about that friend, acquaintance, neighbor, uh, colleague, even family member. I'll maintain my distance. I'll be guarded and careful. I'm not necessarily going to trust. But the one thing I won't ever do is get even. Because to get even is to lower myself, is to forfeit my humanity, is to concede the best of me. Everybody knows the difference between Nikima and Natira. Nikima is to bear a grudge. It means to not show the same act of kindness to the person. You went to your neighbor and you said, can I borrow your lawnmower? And your neighbor said, no. Then your neighbor comes over and says, can I borrow your hammer? You said, well, you didn't let me borrow the lawnmower. So no, you can't borrow my hammer. That's pure revenge. If you can lend the hammer and it's not going to harm your hammer in any way and you can do that favor, then do the favor. And Natira lahazker bo'es shehu metiv l'mi shehira lo, Natira is that you lend the hammer, but you say, hey, uncle, I'm so much better than you because I wanted the lawnmower. And you said, no, you could take my hammer. But remember, you didn't let me have the lawnmower. I'm at least letting you have the hammer. So one is when you deprive or deny or you don't allow the other person, you actually take revenge. And the other is that you don't take revenge in action, but you take revenge with your words by throwing it in the face of the other person that you're doing something they didn't let you. It's beneath you. It's pastnished. We're lowering ourselves. So you say, well, how can I not? How can I not? Do you know what they did to me? And do you know how it made me feel? And do you know the hurt it caused? Well, it's not going to go away or get better because you took a kama or natira. All you're going to do is feel even worse because you're not realizing the best of who you could be. You're actually allowing that Yetzirah to creep in. We all have to live life. The Sefer Achinuch writes at the core of the prohibition of Nakama and Natira, says the Sefer Achinuch at the core is Emunah. If you have faith, you realize that nothing can happen to you without it being the will of Hashem. So when the person rammed their car into your car, that was what was meant to be. It was right for your car to be damaged. Aye, that doesn't mean you can't go collect from their insurance. You can go hold them accountable and collect from them. But don't take revenge, because to take revenge ever is to knock Hashem out of the equation, is to eliminate Hashem as if He had nothing to do with this. Whatever happens to us, sometimes we understand, sometimes we'll learn, and other times we will forever remain uh, ignorant of the reason. But everything is from Hashem, and it's for a reason. So hold people accountable when you can and when you should, but emotionally let go and let God, let Him in and realize it is what's meant to be. Don't forfeit that part of yourself. Be the best version of yourself who can absorb an insult, even an injury, and nevertheless be shomim cherpasim, ena meshivim. Don't answer. Don't respond. Don't pay it back. Don't pay it back. All right, we're going to leave it here. We'll pick up next time as we continue to plow through the parak of Nikias, where the Ramchal is going one by one to help us be the best version of ourselves. Imagine if we can employ all of this advice and to be thoughtful and mindful in everything we say and think and do. Be careful in our eating and our wellness and our habits. Be careful in our language that we use never to use profanity. Be careful in our thoughts and, uh, and never to subscribe to promiscuity, to be careful with our interpersonal relationships, all the things that he's giving us one by one by one, to be thoughtful and never hating another, never taking revenge against another, to be thoughtful in all that we do. All right, 8.45, in about 15 minutes, we continue with Living with Emuna, my favorite half hour, 40 minutes of the week. 
uh, same Zoom channel, also same YouTube and Facebook channels. If you're on YouTube, please subscribe to our channel. And tonight, 9 p.m., Behind the Bima, very special guest and very excited, Dr. Jerome Groupman, New York Times best-selling author, famous Harvard uh, doctor who has taught us how doctors think, how patients think, who will help us navigate these very complicated times. See everybody soon. Thank you so much.